What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Bamboo Podcast, teaching only the fastest and most sustainable social media growth strategies out there. I'm your host, Derek Fidel, and on today's episode, we are talking about social media marketing trends for 2022. I feel almost wrong titling things 2022 at this point because it's so much into the year. I'm going to say April's the last month. I'm going to let myself still do it, uh, that 2022, anything is still acceptable, but I mean, shit, like that's where the search traffic is, and that's what the episode is about. We are talking about social media marketing trends that you need to know now going into the future, and uh, generally when I talk about social media marketing trends in the past, it's more platform specific. All right, here's some for Instagram, here's some for TikTok, here's some for, you know, Clubhouse at the time. Last year is really what the social media marketing trends 2021 was about, was probably the main focus was about Clubhouse. But on this episode, I've got three things that we're going to be talking about, and they are more uh, synonymous with every social media platform. So the social media world is kind of conforming around uh, these major principles as I'm seeing it right now. And if you can let these things be your guiding star uh, in the social media world, I think you're going to do a lot better and not getting wrapped up about, oh, how many hashtags on Pinterest? How many hashtags on Instagram? All right, how about on Twitter? And do I put them in caption and comments? And all these little tactical things uh, aren't as important. So the first thing we are going to talk about, all social media platforms are moving much more to an algorithmic base feed versus a tactical base feed. And what this means is that rather than your Instagram feed being full of the people that put out the best hashtags and the best posting time and geotags and all of that kind of stuff, or maybe they paid for some likes or paid for some comments and that made the algorithm think their post was so awesome, that more worked in the past, especially like 2015 to 2018 era. It was a lot easier for these uh systems that you could pay for, like these engagement, this fake engagement from bots and stuff would actually do something for you. It would actually make your post go viral. And at that time, it was just a lot easier to go viral overall if you were a good hashtagger, regardless if you had the best content. It's always been more content focused than hashtag focused in the algorithm. But back then, if you were like really good at hashtags and your content was okay, you could overrule some people that had amazing content, but didn't even put any hashtags. And nowadays, everything is moving more towards an algorithmic-based feed. And what that means is essentially that the computer is analyzing the post. It's scanning the video. It's transcribing everything that you're saying so it knows what the post is about. And rather than relying on metrics like likes and comments to be the main determining factor on how well that post does, things like watch time or even, you know, it's no one really knows this for sure, But it also uses things like listening to your voice and they can hear how loud you laugh to a post and how long you look at it and were you paying full attention to it and have you been talking about this post in real life after. I mean, the phone is just kind of always listening and no one really knows exactly what the algorithm is outside of people who work there. But you can kind of just tell uh, from what the content it shows you sometimes uh, that it seems like it's actually listening and really taking into account a lot of other things rather than did the person like it? Because if they didn't like it, then they must have not liked the post. If you sit there and you watch a post five times and you laugh out loud to it, they don't care if you didn't like it or comment on it. They know that that was quality content and they can tra- transcribe it to know exactly what it's about. 
So platforms that aren't moving towards this algorithmic-based feed and are still more tactical, such as podcast SEO on Apple, which is ancient, honestly, um, are really going to suffer from this. And this is one of the reasons why I think podcasting is sometimes not one of the is maybe not one of the best things that you can do right now uh, for instance if you go on your phone and type in Instagram in the podcast app I'm not trying to toot my own horn but you know that this Instagram podcast that you're listening to even though we talk about all social media we primarily talk about Instagram you should be able to find this podcast right if you typed in Instagram you would think it should be right at the top there. And you can find a bunch of podcasts that have about three episodes on that first page right there being showed to you as if like that are just called Instagram something as if those are, you know, even current or coming out with episodes anymore. But it just it doesn't have enough things going on in the algorithm. It seems to go more off of just whoever's got the best exact match uh, name title than who is the best podcast on Instagram shows there. And for that reason, it's a very difficult for people to find new podcasts that they actually like because a lot of times the search is just going to show them a lot of outdated podcasts that just have the title in whatever they searched. So algorithms like that make it very difficult for them to keep people's attention because if they can't help people find their favorite podcasts, then they can't find their favorite podcasts. So Instagram is becoming much more algorithmic, um, but that is just an example that because they gave you the chronological feed as an option where you can display your followers in the order of things posted, it made it so the regular feed that is the default feed is a lot more algorithmic by nature because that's the only way to keep up with uh, TikTok. Uh, because on TikTok, if someone puts out an amazing piece of content and doesn't hashtag it at all, does a horrible posting time, it is still going to figure out that that is amazing content and get it out to the right people. Instagram just has to compete because if you see a couple of posts that aren't relevant, People notice now. Uh, we haven't really noticed in the past. It's just kind of been like, eh, I don't really care. I don't really care. Oh, cool. Another post I care about. But on TikTok, it's made it so it's like every post is awesome, or at least the chance of it is very high that it's made all these other platforms really have to compete. So that's the first trend. All these social media platforms are going to a more algorithmic based feed. The second trend to watch out for is that original content is being valued higher than ever before. This has actually been a tip of mine since about 2019 that I've been saying, make sure you find your own original voice. Even though at that time, it was still in the transitional period where reposting content and just saying credits to this person who made the post and then just having an original caption was still totally cool. If you wanted to build a page where you just quote Warren Buffett all day and you just use a general graphic of him with a quote next to him and just post that, you could gain a couple hundred thousand followers if you post three times a day and you did this five years ago. Now, it's just not going to work that well because people have seen it before. And in fact, it's been done a lot. And even on TikTok, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like it's not just becoming not the dance app anymore, but it's becoming like the stop dancing please app um, in, a, in a way like it's uh, these dance trends were really how they took off because they were transitioning from the app musically and it's just something that a lot of the kids can do and that's fun for them and it's fu it's fun content to create you know they're they're not they're kind of sick of 
oh, a trend came out and then everyone did the trend. And then another trend came out and then everyone did that trend. People get kind of sick of their For You page being the same audios over and over at this point. Same with on Reels. It's been trickle down TikToks. And now it's like, all right, everyone kind of find your own voice and just provide value in the best way that you can. And that might be entertainment. And that entertainment might be best served in a five-second video or a seven-second video. It doesn't have to be this super long video. You just really got to find your own original way to do things. And this is something that I really can't give advice on. If I talk to you personally, then I could definitely give advice. And I could say, yes, for your specific situation, here are some original ideas or maybe some content that I would create. But for me to give advice for how all of you business owners could listen that listen to this podcast can be more original can't really happen. But the tip that I will say to you is that know this, if you are being original, then you will be doing something that no one else is doing. And if you're doing something that no one else is doing, and you're not quite getting results yet, at least at the point that you've considered that you're really making it or you feel like you're making it, it's going to be a lot easier to have imposter syndrome. Since you are putting yourself out there, doing something new and unique, and it's not getting results, and no one else else is no one else is doing it and getting results, then it's kind of hard to fall back on it being a great idea. So it might be a bad idea is the is the problem and why imposter syndrome always has kind of a point, uh, not to ever acknowledge it to the point that we take in action, but it's very difficult because it's like, how long do I try to go with this before? I just stick with it. Uh, So again, I mean, the only way I can help you on this one is like actually personal coaching or consulting for you. But just know that original content more than ever before is going to have a huge upper hand. People don't really want to see recycled content. And the best thing that you can do if you really want to still play off of other people's content is you can do stitches and duets on TikTok, and I mean, you can repost them on Instagram or do remixes where you're reacting to people's content. The remixes just still isn't taking off on Instagram. It's just is a lot better on TikTok for whatever reason. But if you do stitches and duets where you kind of play off of other people's content, that's more how people would rather see uh, content recycled. In a way, it's not even recycled. It's kind of just, you know, added to. So that, that would be more the way to do it if you're used to playing off of other people's ideas still Um, but having some kind of originality is going to be the reason why they still follow you in five years at this point. And then the last thing is a little bit different than the second one, but it's got a a little bit of similarities too. Something that's always been valued, but never really as highly as it is today, is being a very real and authentic person online. Over the last five years or so, we've had a huge wave of online coaches that sold their knowledge by lifestyle marketing. So regardless of how good their course was or how even knowledgeable they were in the first place because they could show you that they had a fancy car or house or lifestyle and quit their nine to five and screw your boss and all of that kind of stuff. They were able to lifestyle market around that and sell you high ticket courses. And a lot of people bought them and a lot of people didn't get results because like I said, they didn't even need to be good courses since they were lifestyle marketing them. And at this point, luckily, it's kind of just been overdone. I think if you saw an ad of someone that pulls up in a Lamborghini or Ferrari and a bunch of cash and tells you they have this new secret marketing method that is going to shake the entrepreneur world and everything else is outdated, you just have heard the pitch before and it doesn't work. And I'm pleased to say that the lifestyle marketing, I'm kind of a fake bullshitter, but you should listen to me pitch 
is saturated. The world has heard it too many times. And that's why you don't really see entrepreneur ads anymore about get my free seminar or free training. And at the end of it, I'll sell you a $2,000 course. And you, you don't really see this happening anymore. Or here's how I was broke. And now I'm rich. Here's how I was a 20 or 20 year old that was working at Burger King. And now I'm 25. And I'm a multimillionaire. And I didn't do it by being unethical at all. Right? Like I'm really this knowledgeable at 25, even though a few years ago, I wasn't even doing much. And all of a sudden, they're selling to 50 year olds on how to run their business, like just because they're just so good at marketing and bullshitting. And that that is just, it doesn't work anymore. Channels like CoffeeZilla and Spencer Cornelia on YouTube, if you have heard of them, uh, they have made a career out of just prospecting online marketers that can't really back up their claims and just sell a ton of programs uh, because of their ridiculous claims. And they question them. And uh, it's just kind of led to a wave of there's not a lot of people able to bullshit private jets online very effectively anymore. So it's great. So know this, guys, you don't have to be anyone but yourself ever. And it's very intimidating to put yourself online. And it still has been to me even in recent months. But I will say that I've gone through a lot of personal growth recently on the subject and really over the last year, few years, it's been big for me to read books like Four Agreements, The Power of Now. Uh, I, I've been listening to a speaker on YouTube called Julian himself. If you are, are a fan of watching speeches on how to improve your communication skills and social skills and being more confident in yourself, this guy named Julian himself has been an incredible speaker to me recently, but it's about owning your frame, just really being yourself. And no one wants you to be perfect anyways. And a lot of things in that line. And knowing things like this is very, very important uh, in entrepreneurship uh, to really be grounded and know yourself. Because if you're going to put content out there, especially controversial opinions, you'll never even care about any kind of negative comment that you could ever get if you are very certain about what you're saying and you're not just putting crap out there just to be controversial. You're only saying anything that would be considered controversial when you actually believe it and can back it up. And you're never really scared to put out content or a, a reel that you uh, don't really like for some nitpicky reason. All of these things kind of go away when you realize that realness is very important on social media nowadays. It has gotten uh, a little too fake for people and it's swung the other way in terms of like in the, over the last couple of years, a lot of health coaches that would post themselves crying, you know, do really well. And I'm not saying at all that you need to do that. In fact, like you really don't, but hey, go for it. If you want to post you crying to your followers, if you feel like they'd resonate with it just because life isn't perfect all the time, I think uh, a couple years ago, when it first started becoming more of a thing, people were really into it because it was just like, finally, something outside of a perfect life on social media. Uh, but when it comes down to coaching people, you don't have to do anything about, uh, you, you don't have to forge any numbers to get people to listen to you. I don't have like insane numbers from a lot of my coaching clients. And the main reason for that is because I work with new business owners. I work with people that have less than $10,000 inventory to even sell a lot of the times. So to have these $170,000 month numbers that a bunch of those old course creators we're touting is not even possible, even if they I'd sell out all their products, right? So 
know that when you're hearing of like, I got his sales up to $58,000 a month or $28,000 a month, especially an agency. We're going to talk about agencies, I think next episode of here's some questions to ask a social media agency before working with them, because a lot of them are a really bad deal. And some of them are a good deal, but a lot of them aren't. And um, I'm going to teach you how to really decipher if hiring one would be a good idea for you or not. And that's just something that when I uh, speak with a lot of clients, they tell me that one thing that they really like about me is my realness. And I just like stuttered as I said that shit. And I want to cut it out, but I won't because the point that I'm making is being real. Uh, So just own who you are. Know that you don't have to be super special online and no one is expecting you to be perfect. And a lot of the coaches out there that have been this image of perfection, it's just always been a way to show something that they had and you didn't. But at this point, we've all done a course by one of them before and realized, oh, they, they aren't really good at teaching. They're just really good at bullshitting and marketing on a grand scale. And that's why they're rich. And if you're buying coaching programs from a coach that makes over $100,000 a month, Good luck talking to him. You'll probably only talk to someone that is his assistant that has never run their own business and you'll never even really get that good of information. So a lot of these mid-level coaches that still actually have the capacity to speak with their clients are actually some of the better coaches to go with because they're actually you're actually learning from the person who did it, not from the person that they hired and you're just in part of this person's system to be able to produce six and seven figure months for them, right? So it's not really like that great of coaching. They're just that good at selling you on a lifestyle and that shit just doesn't fly anymore. And I'm not just talking about in the coaching industry, but just be real in whatever business that you're doing. And it all goes hand in hand. All right. The realness, the originality, the the algorithm is algorithmic now versus tactical. It just wants really good content, like real, really good content, not really good hashtagged content. It wants really good content. So rather than asking, hey, Derek, how many hashtags should I use? What time should I post? Think what is the best freaking hook I could ever do at the beginning of this video that if someone watches the first couple seconds of this video, they would have to watch the whole thing. Now, what is the absolute best way I can end this video on a high note that people will just like it and share it with their friends? How can I provide real value in this post rather than how many hashtags? It's not going to get you the answers you want. So ask the right questions by abiding to these social media marketing trends. My name is Derek Fidel. You can follow me at socialbamboo underscore on Instagram. And you can also get my free Instagram ads course at socialbamboo.com slash free course. So enjoy that. And I will talk to you next week.